Welcome to the Queen Redeemed Podcast, where we get redeemed with the freedom of the great I am, helping to inspire and empower you to be the woman that God called you to be, showing you that faith is her superpower and yours. God's servant first and always. Here's your amazing host, nurse, wife, and mother, Nakisa Nikki J. Jackson. Welcome back to another episode of the Queen Redeem podcast. I've missed you all. I've been away for like a week, as much as I can. I'm going to start us off in prayer, and then we'll get right into it. Anyway. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for this podcast. We thank you for being so good to us. We thank you for the word that will go forth. Lord, I just ask that you will reach out and touch anybody who's listening to this podcast, that they will get the parts that they need, God, that you will fill them up, Lord, that you will be with anybody who's lost right now, who feels that you're far away, God, I ask that you will wrap your loving arms around them, God, and that you would just be with them, Lord. I just declare this podcast will, will help them, will comfort them, will encourage them, God, will lead them into all truth about you and your goodness. Lord, I just thank you for using me as a vessel to be able to speak to your people, God. I count it an honor, God, Lord, and I just thank you for your saving grace. I thank you for just always being there. I thank you for the word that will go forth. I just thank you, God. You are a great God. You are a great father. You are a great provider. You are a great friend. Lord, I just want you to know that we love you. We love you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Welcome to the podcast. I've been away. So it's our current event. So if you're on YouTube, hey. But episode 25 is coming. This is episode 24. So I think that going to do it live. So instead of, I, I originally wanted to like cram to end this week because I missed last week. But I'm not going to do that. I don't, I don't feel, I don't think that's what I'm going to end up doing. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do episode 25 next week live and then do episode 26 recorded. That's what I'm going to do. So um, if you're watching YouTube, I'll tell you the at the end what's going to be the title of that and give more details check the comments below if you are listening to the podcast i'll put something down there i'll probably do a zoom and you can come on live with me on zoom and we can do it it will be next week i don't know what day today is wednesday august 19th so i'm hoping i can get this out to you by thursday august the 20th and then you will know more information i'll try to do it next wednesday or next thursday it will be later in the evening so if you're on the West Coast, it is probably a good time for you. If you're on the East Coast, it's going to be a little bit later. That is the best time for me. So we will see how that works. I'll ask the Holy Spirit about it, but I feel led to do a podcast live just to celebrate episode 25. Where I love to do giveaways. So Flow Connections will probably sponsor a few giveaways. Um, you'll be able to ask questions live. I'm not even sure what the topic is, but I will announce it at the end. Okay, so enough about that. Just a few announcements outside of that. Make sure you're in my Flow Connections Facebook group. I go live there every Saturday. I went live there today actually about being in the middle. I feel like it was a really good word. I want you to go and listen to it if you're already in the group. I did it um, today the, on August 19th. So that's what I did. This weekend I had a really, really good weekend and that's kind of how I got a little off track, but I'm back to it. And it's so funny. I got off track on the episode about obedience. So we're going to talk about obedience. Is it required? Does it stop me from going to heaven? The simple answer is yes. It's required. You have to obey God. Now, some people choose to obey God at different levels. I advise you maximize your potential and obey God in all the ways. So the first act of obedience is surrendering your life to Christ. 
that's what is the way to the father the only way to the father so that's your first act of obedience but there's more that he has for you and wants you to obey is because that's how we live and remain in his love when we're in disobedience we remove ourselves from his love so god doesn't there's nothing we can do to make him stop loving us but we remove ourselves from love so that's what i kind of want to talk about um i do have a word that i'm going to release i feel really glad to release this um and we're just gonna kind of hop into talking about obedience this will not be a real long podcast i have another episode on obedience that's why i won't be long this is kind of like a little update episode i go in depth about what it is and all these other things and i do share a story that i can't remember what story i share but i do share some stories but i want to talk about obedience now because when i was doing that last year I had just left my job. I understand what was going on. I have way more clarity this year. I've learned from some of my past mistakes. And I just want you to know that I'm not perfect. The thing that I learned this year was just completely obeying God in every area. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about this time. Um, there's nothing else really going on since the last time we spoke. I gave all the announcements. Please join the Facebook group. Remember that you can get a flow session with me, a one-on-one -on -one session. I did up the consult to 25 minutes just so you don't feel rushing 15 minutes because, you know, after you pray, you know, I realized when I start doing the actual consults, like, you pray, you start to have a conversation, 25 minutes be gone. So I did up with 25 minutes. So if you feel more comfortable with that and you just want to see if we can work together, I would love to talk to you on a consult and then I could book you for an actual flow session, which are different than the consults. If you want more information about that, you can check out my website at flowconnectionministries.com. You can check out all my social media platforms and talk about it. Uh, I'm really going to be talking about it more. I don't do a good job of talking about what I offer. And that's a part of my obedience. <laughs> I, that, that's all I have for announcement. So let's hop right into the topic because sis ready to talk about this. Obedience. Obedience is a compliance with an order, request, a law, or a submission to another authority. And for us, it's obedience to God. For God is his love language. This is how we show God that we love him by obeying and carefully following all of his commands. So I want to say, if you don't know, then you're not held responsible for it. But once you do know, you're held responsible for it. So last week we talked about exchanging your past for what God has for you. So if you listen to last week, I put out a warning and I told you there's some things that God wants to exchange and he will do the exchange, but you can't now act like you didn't hear that. You heard me. So when you listen today, you can't act like you didn't hear me talk about obedience. When you listen, when your preacher teaches you something, you can't sit back and act like you didn't hear them because God knows what you heard. God knows what you're aware of. And he knows what he tells you in secret. He knows what he tells you in prayer. So you're held responsible. So we have to be accountable to what God has given to us. And me and obedience, we be back and forth sometimes. Not now, but in the past. I kind of talked about this probably in my last podcast. I haven't listened to it. So please go back and listen to it if this is really resonate with you and you just want more information. But obedience is better than sacrifice. And that just means that you want to do what God told you to do instead of sacrificing what he told you to do for what somebody else telling you to do. If God said, record your podcast tonight and you want to sit around and wait until 11 o'clock like me, that's on you. He told you to record it. I could have recorded a couple hours ago, but hey. And then I didn't even go to God for my to-do list until five o'clock. I could have did it this morning. I didn't. So he already had what he wanted me to do today. I made a choice 
And not saying it was disobedient to make that choice, but I should have came a little bit earlier. I would have had more time and I could have worked smarter today. But it's okay. I'm I'm learning my way. I'm not perfect in this. And I actually am pretty up at night. But I would prefer to be asleep. Just to be honest. I would prefer to be asleep. But I'm going to finish what he told me to do because I'm learning how to carefully obey every little thing. So sometimes we see obedience as, okay, well, God told me to write a book. So I'm just going to work on the book. But God also told me to clean my house every day. But no, the book more important. But God says you do both. You got to figure out how to do both. You have to carefully obey in all things. You are more than just your career. You are more than just somebody's mother. You're more than just somebody's um, wife or husband. You have to carefully obey him in all the things he's asked of you. He won't ask you to do something that he knows you're not capable of. The thing is, can he trust you to do that thing? We trust God to do so many things. We're like, God, I trust you. I want to trust you. But can God trust you? And obeying him is one way we show him that we love him and that we trust him. I'm going to talk about obedience in relation to identity. Obedience in your identity, because this season is about identity. Obedience lines you up with God's will. You know, when you invite God to your life, he come in where you are. So for example, I could have chosen to not follow God. I could have chosen to not allow God to use the same thing that was meant to kill me or to harm me or to stop my purpose and use it for my good. I could so God can't talk about HIV. That thing was used for my purpose. I got books about it. Like this is why I even speak now is because of what happened to me. I, I saw a need and it had to be fixed. And my purpose was much bigger than that. So then it started to grow into something else. And God started to transition me out of really talking about a whole lot about HIV. I still talk about it. I'm still an advocate. I still speak about it and everything like that. But he also now he has expanded what he wants me to speak about because I'm so much more. That's one part of my life. So he wants me to now speak about other things and do other things and make courses and make content and create journals. Like I'm so very, very, very creative. And it's not something that I thought I could use. Now I do, but it started with me, with him using me from where I'm at. So I said all that to say, no matter where you are right now, God will still use that to get you, line you up with his will. He will use it. So that's the first thing that obedience lines you up with the will of God. That's how we get into God's wills, obeying him. The second thing is it helps you with knowing how to fulfill your purpose. So how is very, very, very important. God tell you to write a book and you'd be like, okay, I'm writing a book. You can't figure out what to do. Ask God how. Well, God, you told me to write a book. I don't even know where to start. How should I start? And God might say, I just want you to sit down and write every evening, eight o'clock, sit down and write. And you're going to be done in two weeks. Write it when he tell you to write it because you're graceful right now. Write it when he tell you to write it. Don't, don't wait. You can wait now. You can wait, but it's going to cost you more. It's going to cost you more time. It's going to cost you more money maybe. Because sometimes when you do things right when he said, things are already lined up for you to win. Do it when he tells you to do it. Don't do it when you feel like doing it. Do it when he tells you to do it and ask him how. It helps you with knowing how to do it. So when he tells you to obey, you obey him. And he says, hey, I want you to start this, start a, I don't know, a shoe business. That's something that people may think like, oh, it's so hard. Like shoes, you know, you got all name brand shoes. You want me to start a shoe business? I don't know what to start. I don't know about who makes shoes. I don't even got no shoe designs. I don't know if you want me to sell other people's shoes. Do you want me to make some shoes? Like what you want to do? And he'll tell you what he wants you to do. That's how you carefully obey. It tells you how to fulfill your purpose. So some of us know what we're supposed to do. Like I, when I was a nurse, so many people would say, my, I know my purpose is to be a nurse. You know how many options there are in nursing? You got to go to God for the obedience about how to do that thing. 
Does he want you to be a nurse practitioner? Does he want you to be a cardiac nurse? Does he want you to be a baby nurse? Does he, does he want you to start a nursing agency? Does he want you to start a home care agency? Does he want you to be a nurse advocate? There are so many routes to take. God will tell you how to fulfill your purpose because it's not that simple. I could say, yeah, I'm supposed to be an HIV advocate, but how does God want me to advocate in what way? Because there's so many. There are advocates that, that advocate about health. They advocate about policy. I advocate about mental health. That's, that's, my, um, that's my part at mental health. That's my focus, mental health and social support. That's what I'm really, really big on it. Mainly the mental health, taking care of yourself and all that kind of self-care, huge on that. Because that's the thing that would slip. And when that slips, everything starts to slip. That's the second relation to identity. And the third thing is, is safety. Because God knows you. He created you. There is safety in that. That's the relationship with identity. Because when you know who you are, you have to start to obey God. So God created you. You have to obey him. That That is what... He requires of you. Now you can make a choice because we got free will. You can choose to say, well, God, I ain't going to obey you, but it's going to cost you. You might go through some things because you're a believer. Note, you cannot compare yourself to somebody that does not a believer. I want to be there. I want to make that so clear. You can't compare how you operate to somebody who's in the world. It's not going to be the same. Y'all don't even serve the same God. People in the world serve the universe and whoever else, they self, they cousin, they mama, whoever else they serve. But we serve God, the one and true living God. And when you serve him, you do it the way he tell you to do it. And the good thing about the safety is he gets you there in the beginning. So I talked about this, I think, in the last episode about obedience. I talked about how God told me to put out a podcast three years before I actually did it. Three years ago, I probably wouldn't be struggling so much to like where I'm missing weeks and stuff like this. Like some of the stuff that I have to pay for. I probably would have way better equipment because at that time I had a I had a steady paying job. I probably would have had the top of the line equipment. I probably could have even been in a studio. But now I'm starting from this ground space where I'm recording um, the video and I'm doing this. Even my YouTube channel. If I would have did it when he told me to do it, thank God for his grace and mercy, it would have been a little bit easier. I started a YouTube channel back in 2012 before I ever talked about HIV. If I would have stayed on course with that, I would have probably discovered my call to create before my call to talk about HIV. But because I didn't know any better, number one, and because number two, I wasn't trying to hear all that because I was still trying to figure out why in the world would God let me get HIV. I was still bitter and upset and jealous of everybody who was HIV negative and who could just live their life how they wanted. And I was upset because God had me doing something that didn't make sense and I, I wasn't understanding it. But now I understand totally that it all lined me up, but some things I could have prevented if I would have just stayed in his safety. So once you become a believer, you believe the Lord Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior and he saved you on the cross, you go to the Father and you stay close to the Father and you carefully, you carefully obey him. You carefully obey him. And I'm going to read you a scripture. John 15 and 10 says, and it's amplified. I told y'all God got me on the amplified version. If you keep my commandments, keep my commandments and obey my teaching, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remained in his love. I've told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you and that your joy may be made full and complete and overflowing. Who don't want to do that? Keep my commands and obey my teaching. You will remain in my love. When you do that, love is, God's love is patient. Love is kind. It does not boast. God loves us so much, but don't you want to remain in it? Obey him. It's safety in it. So again, the relation to, with identity and obedience is that it aligns you up with God's will it helps you with knowing how to fulfill your purpose. So sometimes we know what to do, what, what our purpose is and what we're supposed to do. We don't know how. And three, there's safety because God knows you. He created you. 
He knows exactly what's going to keep you safe and protected. He will never leave you and forsake you. Even if you even if you take God somewhere you know you ain't supposed to be, he ain't going to leave you and forsake you. You might try to leave him. He's going to be there. I was just watching this, well, reading this testimony. The young lady, I don't know her name, but y'all may have read this. She said that she would be in the strip clubs and the Holy Spirit would be talking to her and then she will do a line of cocaine and say, you still want to talk? And the Holy Spirit would still talk to her and then get on stage and the devil was in, in the audience clapping for her. So even if you go do some things that are against God, God's still going to be there because he will chase you down with his love. And he just wanted her to obey him because it was safety in there. The devil could have took her out and he, she could have been with him. I just want you to be mindful of that. And that scripture was John 15 and 10. I do have a word I would like to share. I have three words. Get it where you fit it. It's, I feel led to share this here. I have been sitting on these for a while. He said at the point in time, he'll tell me when to say it. So I'm going to say it and you can do what it, you please. If it resonates with you, then cool. Take it to God. These are about obedient. My first one is for people who are, and I'm just giving it to you how I wrote it. Disobedient, which means equal to far from God. This is what I feel led to share. And I titled it Sons and Daughters. I long to spend time with you. You have turned away from away from me. So now my wrath is coming upon the earth. I am jealous. You have placed many things over me. You have loved the promise more than me. I answered you. I gave you your request and you turned on me. Turn back now. I'm waiting. The end of the wait is near. Today is a good day to come back to me. Um, and the scriptures you can go read is Jeremiah 31 and 23 and Romans 1, 23 through 32. So that's the first one. And I will put them in the show notes. The second one is for the obedient and controlling but you still end up being disobedient and manipulate, manipulative. How he wrote it was the obedient and something and then what it, it really equals. So the obedient and controlling, which still equals disobedient and manipulative. I'm gonna be honest, this one, this one resonated with your girl because I be trying to control it and make it look the way I want it to look, but it's all about God. So I've repented. Thought we just repent. That's how much God loves us. This is what I wrote. If I'm your God, let me be God and you be whatever your name is. I'm going to put my name in there, okay? When I say my name, I mean your name, or I'll, I'll clarify. If I'm your guy, if I'm your guy, let me be your guy, and you be Nikisa, or your name. If I needed you to be me, I would have given you that assignment and call. Ultimately, it is I, Elohim, who will complete the work. You know my name. Daughter, if I say speak, speak. If I say pray, pray. If I say go, go. If I say warn, warn. If I say give the word, give it. I created you, name Nikisa, for a specific reason, not a general one, a specific one. Go and complete the specific task. And the scripture I got was Psalms 125 and 1. I'm going to say this. I've been dreaming of me like giving words since October last year. And I was really confused. And somebody told me, the Lord thus said, Lord, you better start prophesying. And I was like, I don't know how to prophesy. I was like, I don't know how to do that. That seemed like a lot of work. I don't know what this is. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know. So God started to tell me the call that he had on my life and all this good stuff and the things that he wanted me to do. And the biggest things he told me I needed to speak because he says, you like to watch, you like to see, you like to wait. You hear me talking, but you're too, too scared. Fear don't come for me. Speak. So that's why I have to release this because it ain't going to be on my hands. 
I can't, you know, and that's for you too. If you are here knowing God telling you to speak, you need to speak. Don't worry about who said it. The Holy Spirit will check you. Like right now, if I felt the check and God said, I ain't tell you to say that, I would stop this podcast right now. He ain't saying that because I'm, I can admit when I'm wrong. But yeah, I've repented for that. Please just listen to it. And the last one is the obedient, but you got some, because there are some out here. And I'm a little bit of this too. I do have some fear, which is probably why I try to control the situations and do it the way I want to do it. The next, this is entitled the next, this next season, um, immense favor. Those who choose to follow me and obey diligently will eat the good of the land. Immense favor will be their portion. Now is the time to seek my face, repent, and work. Supernaturally, you will get months worth of work done quickly if you tap into the Holy Spirit. Some are waiting on a green light from man when I gave you the green light long ago. I haven't changed my mind. Worship me. Turn off your phone. Get off social media. Stop watching the news and tune into the news of the spirit realm. Perfect love casts out fear. Go and complete the task. First John 4, 15 through 20. Let me tell you why I jumped out of my skin on this one. I wrote this down and I was like, all right, confirm it. He took me straight to first John 4, 15 through 20. I not know that that's where the perfect love cast out fear scripture was. I promise you. I was like, whoa. Those are the three that I have to, to list. But let me tell you something about this immense favor one. If you go ahead and line up, it could be for you too. That's the next season period. Line up. It's time to line up. It's time to get right. Um, that's all I got to say about obedience. Y'all catch the previous podcast that I released about obedience. Get your whole life together and learn about obedience. Let's get to the words of wisdom. All right. The words of wisdom this week, I wrote a poem called Patience. I was really going through something at this exact moment. I wrote this on the 9th, actually, of August. I don't know what I was dealing with that day, but I was just was tired. Let's hop into it. Patience. I'm running out of it. I don't think I can wait on another promise. Weary. That's how I feel. Weary. That's the word. I heard you the first time, the second time, and the third. The appointed time. It's a time and a season. Yes, we shouldn't compare, but how can I not? You are the same God they serve. I know because that's what you said. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the one who is blocking me from getting there. Wait, wait, you say? I've been waiting. I waited patiently. I waited long. I waited strong. I waited in prayer. I waited in fasting. I waited in despair. My patience is running low, so, so low. It's like, will I ever grow? Will I see the things as though they are there? I spoke them. I prophesied to the dry bones. I didn't lean into my own understanding. Still, I wait. It's getting hard, like a different type of hard in this season. The type that makes me want to turn, turn back and go away, go way over there. You said follow you. I did. I have. I tried. And maybe I ain't doing it right. Why? Why me? Why do I feel forsaken? I know usually I can bounce back and hop in one piece. Today is hard. Today I'm weak. Today I have no patience. And this is guys like a couple days later, y'all. It's like it probably was on the ninth when he replied. I probably wrote this like on the eighth. Today you have no patience. Every day I have patience. Waiting from the time you were placed in your mother's womb to find me. Waiting every time you followed a false god. Waited in your mourning. Waited in your anger. Waited in love. Waited strong. Waited long. Even when I knew it may not be long before you run. I healed, I saved, I restored, and still waited strong. I never left. I didn't forget. I made a promise that I don't regret. 
I'm watching over it. At the perfect time, you will see. But in your waiting, baby girl, don't forget me. Snap, snap, snap. Y'all, when I first read it, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Lord, God is good. But anyway, that's it, y'all. I really said it's going to be short. I hope it's like 25 minutes. At that end, it might be even shorter. But listen, I got it out, y'all. Um, I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you download. Thank you for everybody who listened to my podcast last week, y'all. Sis was happy about them streams because, listen, it was almost as much as my first episode, which is my most popular episode called Where's Your Rehab Day? Y'all show out. I was like, let me get up in here. And get this next podcast. I stop playing with my people because they listening. They listening. Make sure you join my um Facebook group too because I talked about being in the middle um and the importance of making sure you're taking care of the three and the twelve and stop worrying so much about the masses. Um, so I, I want you to uh, make sure you go there and watch that. I'm gonna go live again on Saturday at seven. That's been the time. And also there are a couple units in there. I did a 21 day challenge in March. I'm gonna be putting the videos in a unit. So you can have it because Flow Connections Ministry is lunching, y'all. Like it's lunching so fast. Um, the store is coming out. Um, and speaking of obedience, I had to ask for an extension, but it'll be out very soon. And it was just because your girl be getting her head too much. Sometimes just being real honest. I ain't perfect, you know. I've come to a level, and there's always another level to go. And warfare is real, and you will notice that. But I bounce back much quicker, y'all. So that's the best thing. So all I got to say today, I hope that you have enjoyed this. I hope that it helps you light a fire to your obedience. And yeah, and look for the look in the notes for episode 25 information because we'll do it live. Have a good day.